And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. The shot, Network. I'm your host, Adam Dagger. What's up, everybody? On today's episode of Locked on Lightning, we'll be discussing, obviously, you know, going in depth, a big Game 6 win, which the Lightning clinched their first round matchup in the first ever Sunshine State playoff series, whatever you want to call it. I, li- I like to call it the, the, Sunshine, uh, the Sunshine Series. Uh, we'll be discussing that, their upcoming opponent in the Carolina Hurricanes. But first, let's Remind you that there's a new hockey podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network called The Cross Check, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. They go deeper in NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on the ice. Follow the Cross Check podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So, you know, I'd like to apologize. You know, we've been super busy here outside of the show with obviously hockey things. Uh, but here, here I am back again. Uh, and and ready to talk some lightning hockey uh, in the time that we have not been able to come to you with a show. Lightning fell in Game Five uh, by a score of four to one. Uh, and just to quickly recap that, so in Game Five, Lightning uh, actually Game Six, excuse me, Lightning are coming off a four-one loss in Game Five back uh, in, down in South uh, Florida, coming back to a Molly close. Amelie close to, I can't talk today, guys. This is ridiculous. I, I guess I'm just too excited for the holiday weekend. Uh, coming back to Amelie to close out the series, Tampa continued the trend of setting the tone early in Game 5. Goal from Ross Colton, 53 seconds in. But as we know, of course, that Florida would go on to score four unanswered goals. Vasilevsky stopped 34-37. Big story was Panthers goaltender Spencer Knight, who made his playoff debut in this one. Uh, Knight was very poised and settled in a very nicely. Uh, it he he settled in very nicely after that early Colton goal. Uh, Tampa didn't do themselves any favors either by taking five penalties and really needed to bounce back and and be more disciplined in Game Six. So let's jump into Game Six uh, now that we did our five second recap of Game Five. Obviously, that is not the big story. Probably really, I, I think going forward, you know, we've kind of played with different formats of how we're going to recap games going forward in the playoffs. I really like the the way that, you know, I I know some people prefer when I do, when I break down games to do period by period. Uh, but I think depending on how the game goes, what action took place, maybe I'll do that format uh, with certain games going forward in this upcoming series, especially with the Hurricanes. That's going to be a crazy one. But um, I, I really like just talking about the game in general. I think that's really the way we should approach it here just because, you know, not a lot of people want, you know, it, it, especially if it's a high scoring game like we saw in game one of the, 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 the Sunshine series, uh, we're not going to have, we're not going to be able to really fit that into a 30 minute format. So I really want to, you know, kind of just talk about the game in general 
uh, from that perspective. Uh, before we jump into the recap, please go ahead and follow us on Twitter at LO underscore lightning. We love the reception, you guys, and how uh, enthusiastic you have been throughout this whole playoff run thus far. Love hearing from you guys. Uh, we've actually had some fans actually reach out to me personally on my Twitter account at D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Danky dank. Uh, love hearing from all you guys. Uh, you know, some of you I've heard from before. Some of you are talking to us for the first time. We also have some other people reaching out to the show on our Instagram page. Some very enthusiastic fans. If you want to send us a message, just say, hey, what's up? Talk or talk uh, lightning hockey. Go ahead uh, and reach out to us. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Um, you know, I got to give a shout out to my guy who has been a follower of the show since day one. And that has been Joe Davis, a.k.a. the mobile preacher. Uh, he is big lightning fan. He reaches out. He, he'll always ask me on Twitter, you know, what's up? Why are the refs like this? Uh, Joe, love you, buddy. Keep up the enthusiasm. Keep up the love. Uh, and yeah, so, and we'd love to hear from each and every one of you, of course. So going into this game, you know, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to preface this uh, recap by saying, I don't really throw out predictions too often on this show. I, I really try not to do that as often because when I do, when I do throw them out, when I do say what I think is going to happen, um, I want it to be extra special. I want it to be a little bit out of the box, you know, because if it's not as special for you guys, if I'm throwing out a prediction for every single game, because let's face it, if you've been a listener of this show since day one, you know that when I do predictions, I'm pretty spot on. Um, and and really, I, I think, you know, I've, I've had a couple of predictions here and there that have fallen flat, but for the most part, if we had to keep track of them, I would say I'm probably in the the mid ninety percent percentile. Uh, so I I I came into this game uh, in the pregame, and I tweeted actually if you want to go back to show that I'm pro- that that I was absolutely right. Uh, I expected Tampa was going to get out to another fast start, uh, and in this game, this was the fifth time in the series uh, in which they got out to a fast start uh, with the maroon goal early on. And then I also ex- really expected, this wasn't just an expectation, but it was just the way Vas- Vasilevsky operates. I was fully expecting a shutout in this one, which was another thing. You know, I'm not trying to, I'm not coming on the show right now to toot my own horn or to tell you guys, look what I did, but look what I did. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the lightning proved me right on both predictions, obviously, with the early Pat Maroon goal at 616 and Andre Vasilevsky stopping all 29 shots he faced. Uh, the one thing that really stuck out to me early on in this game was was really nice to see that Tampa got out to a very aggressive start uh, right away, right from the opening faceoff. Most times, like we've said on this show multiple times, that Tampa really kind of takes a couple of minutes to get going, and if not, if and, and that's a lot. That's the thing that a lot of Lightning fans don't realize is that Tampa, the Tampa Bay Lightning. The first five minutes of the first period of every game is probably the most crucial five minutes that the Lightning will play within every game, because the Lightning are a very they need they're they're a very they're they're a team that drives off momentum, and and their offense shows it. They're they're at most times a, a offensive rush dominant team where there's some other teams in the league that would prefer to kind of set things up in the zone. 
And that was the reason why the Lightning had some issues at some points this season. Not only with Florida, obviously, you know, the whole other thing was the fact that they were without Kucherov and Stamkos for a majority of the season. But the the reason as to why, and I stated this on other shows as well, but if you're just joining us for the first time, I'll just I'll reiterate it for you. The reason why Tampa struggled with the Panthers so much uh, this season as well as at certain points in this playoff series is because Tampa likes to get into the zone real fast. And I feel like they commit too early within the offensive rush. Once they hit the blue line, they've already made the decision on what's going to happen. They don't They don't let plays evolve. Um, and, and that, at certain points, has really gotten them into some trouble and has really, really made their, their scoring stale at certain points. Uh, you, we saw it in Game 5. Uh, we, we saw it earlier on in the, in the series as well and times throughout the season. Uh, but what the Lightning have done, uh, because you know you can't really match that when the Panthers are trying to pull the same thing. They, they, they've realized that they could skate with the Tampa Bay Lightning, something that not a lot of teams in the National Hockey League can do successfully without burning themselves out too quickly. Uh, the, what the Lightning have done is that they have, have realized that, okay, let's change things up. Let's, let's get into the zone. We have very good defensemen in Victor Hedman, Mikhail Sergachev, Ryan McDonough, and, and other defensemen as well, whether it's even Luke Shen, who have the ability to to handle the puck up, up up by the blue line and the point and are able to cycle the puck around and find open guys. And, and that's what really is when the Lightning are at their most deadliest, other than the fact that, you know, Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos, who are probably, if not the best, two of the best uh, puck handlers on this team and are just have just such a great ice awareness and, and that's not a term that we probably anybody really uses but that's how I like to kind of relate it to some people who who are maybe just following this team and following hockey for the first time is that you know you see it in football you see it in basketball court awareness uh down downfield vision in football uh, well guess what there's there's the same concept with that in ice uh, in ice hockey, you know, you see guys skating down. Where are they going to cut to? Where where are the passing lanes open for? And Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos are two of the very best in the National Hockey League at doing that and, and finding open guys. And we've seen it just by the effect that they've had on this team. If you look at the last two games of the season in which the Panthers and the Lightning played, and then you look at the this whole playoff series, the, light, the Tampa Bay Lightning were a completely different team. And I think at certain points, especially early on in the season, I mean, in the series, excuse me, and even in that game, those first two games of the series, Florida was caught off guard. And I don't think they realized. And I'm not saying that they're taking, they took Tampa lightly, which they obviously didn't. This was a hard-fought series. And Florida came in ready to sw- uh, trade punches with Tampa, literally and figuratively. I don't think they really were prepared for the the effect that Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos had in this one. Um, and one of the storylines I spoke about early on as well, and, and then I'll show you how this all ties in. Tampa, going, going back to my recap, Tampa needed to overwhelm Spencer Knight early on in this one. Knight did have a good game in Game 5. That was a huge story, of course. 
Uh, but remember, he's 20 years old. He's in his second career playoff game. The chances of him being able to duplicate what he did in Game 5 were very slim. Now, as for the future, I fully expect Spencer Knight to be a very good goaltender in the National Hockey League. Uh, I would imagine that after the issues that Florida had in this playoff series, that going forward, they're going to make a tough decision. Uh, most likely, Chris Drieger is going to be the odd man out. And, and then basically, even though with the amount of money that Florida is paying Brabovsky, uh, from what they what, from the very little that they saw from Spencer Knight, who I believe is also the first goaltender in, I guess, American hockey history, to play in a national championship game and as well as a play as an NHL playoff game within the same calendar year, which is a pretty cool thing. Uh, so you know he's a very talented player, as well as you know it, it's the fact that he's 20 years old and he's playing in, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, shows you how much trust and the Florida Panthers have in him. Um, in this game, and, and I've spoken about this as well uh, on numerous shows prior to today, was that. The, the one effect that Kucherov and Stamkos have that the Tampa Bay Lightning need it really badly, that we're in desperate need of, not only in this series going in, but as well as throughout the whole se season, was their ability to open up things for not only players on when they're on the ice with, but even just, you know, just taking that pressure off of players from the bottom lines. Uh, you know, the fact that Pat Maroon scored a goal in this one, granted, it was a loose puck in front of the net, pretty much on the doorstep. Uh, that's still a big deal, and that shows the effect that Kucherov and Stamkos have. Uh, that opens up things, and that, and that just gives a huge confidence boost to everybody from top to bottom on offense and defense. And you could see it from, from the last two games of the season. As I stated earlier, uh, this team was a lot looser. Um, they now as opposed to then where back uh, those last two games against Florida not only did Florida look like a, a huge huge favorite going into this series uh but they looked like the way more talented team and that just you know even though Tampa was for the most part kept it tight at certain points in that in those games uh you know when you're missing your two top players like that uh, it's going to make things difficult for the supporting players who are still, you know, your deaf players who are still very talented, who could ve very well start on the top two and three lines of any other team, possibly even the top line of maybe a handful of teams in the National Hockey League. Uh, but it shows you that the effect they have because, you know, points were spread all around this game. Everybody got a chance to score. Everybody got a chance to do what they want to do and just have fun out there. Nine different Tampa Bay Lightning players picked up points in this one with Kucherov, Stammer, and Chernak uh, uh, each getting two apiece. I've spoken about the difference to, you know, probably to this point to where, you know, you feel like I'm just repeating myself, which to a certain point I am, but it cannot be overstated that Kucherov has, you know, the impact that he has made since coming back. But let's take a dot look at the numbers to even prove it even further. Three goals, 11 points in the series while averaging... 19 and a, a little over of 19 and a half uh, minutes on the ice. Uh, all three goals were power play, power play goals. Something that the Tampa Bay Lightning struggled immensely throughout the regular season was generating power play goals or just even scoring or even generating offense on the power play. And, and to have 
two huge weapons lined up in each of the circles. Kucherov on one side, Stammer on the other. Um, the Lightning are a dangerous team. You know, they're you know at certain points they don't they're not the flashiest. You know, they're not you know, and and I and I coined it. I I have to pat myself on the back because I feel even though I feel like this has been said about them before, I kind of want to take credit for this term. You know, back in the day, the St. Louis Rams in the early 2000s were called the greatest show on turf. Well, you know, the way this Tampa Bay Lightning team plays, especially when 91 and 86, uh, and then you have a great goaltender and you have Victor Hedman. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning are the greatest show on ice. That's 100% true. And, and you know, if, show, if people come out with shirts for that, we're definitely taking credit for that. Uh, 11 points in the playoffs. 11 points for Nikita Kucherov. Now think about that. How, in six games. 11 points in six games. That's that's insane. Uh, that's that's a great that's a great tally for any other player in the National Hockey League. But the fact that it, it not only that Stevens, uh, Nikita Kucherov, not only that he did that in the span of six games, but the fact that he did that after not playing a game since October really says how big of a deal it was to get him back into this lineup. And that those 11 points leads all players right now throughout the NHL playoffs. So think about that as well. With Stamkos and Cooch coming back, it's easy for a guy like Braden Point to get overlooked. Uh, we've spoken in the past how, how crucial it was for Pointer to get going in this series. And he had a quiet four-goal, six-point series, which is no small feat by any stretch. Uh, the fact that he did that and... Really, you know, there, there, there's a lot of credit that could go around to every player, which I'm, I'm trying to fit everybody in. And you really can't talk about every single player on this team in the span of a 30 minute, 30 minute podcast. And we're already 17 minutes in, a little over 17 minutes in, and we're still not even done talking about this team. Um, uh, so we'll, we'll continue that. We'll take a little break from that. But first, let's talk about two of today's sponsors. First of which is Lucy Nicotine. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients, Lucy has created nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that come in three flavors, wintergreen, wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Lucy Green also has a lossage with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and Mint, it's FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. So go ahead to Lucy, lucy.com co and use promo code locked on NHL to get 20% off all products on your first order. That's locked on NHL when you go to lucy.co. Uh, also, I have to give this disclaimer that this product contains nicotine delivered from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, and go to lucy.co and use, be sure to use that promo code locked on NHL. Let's talk about another one of today's sponsors and that is rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for the last 20 years. So go to rockauto.com shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, and tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low 
and the same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Like, just like how the Lightning, you know, why should they, why, they didn't have to bring back, they didn't have to bring back Kucherov. Why bring them back and go over the cap? Just save them for the playoffs. And look what happened. We're moving on to the second round. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right. So kind of jumping back into the recap. Uh, game six, Lightning. If you're just joining us now, we are doing a recap. I don't know how you would be joining us right now. You know, I know some of the apps. Uh, sometimes they jump, they just, when you press play for the first time, they, they jump you right in the middle of the, of the episode. But so if you're joining us for the first time, if you're joining us right now for the first time in the middle of the episode, somehow, uh, we are continuing sort of our recap or of the series and the game, I guess, if you want to call it that, just a generalized recap. Uh, we should be expecting to have locked on Panthers host Armando Velez, uh, on as a, a recap, like a series crossover, probably either if not next in the coming weeks, probably might do it in the off season, just so you know we could kind of take a look back at everything with you know a new pair of eyes and you know kind of just a just a new kind of look on everything, depending on where the lightning finished. So we were discussing Braden Point. Um, you know, Point is tied for thir- for third in goals in the playoffs thus far. Uh, two of his four goals that he scored in this series were coming on the power play. So, like I said, Kuch and Stamkos, immediate, immediate effects for this team right off the bat. Uh, coming into this series, Pointer was really struggling uh, down the stretch to really get things going. He was scoring points and goals here and there, but, you know... Um, I, I spoke about it on one of the last episodes of the regular season, how really, if you looked at points, goal, uh, goal tallies, a lot of them come in in the second period, and then as well as a lot of them come in when the Lightning were either already up or, you know, really the goals were coming at times where it didn't really have that large of an effect on the game. But in this, uh, in this series, listen, in the playoffs, every point, every goal counts. Uh, and every goal is important because, you know, we've seen in other playoff series around the NHL how super easy it is just way, just with the way the momentum swings and the ice tilts in the playoffs, uh, how important it is to kind of build up a big lead uh, and get things going and how the game could easily get away from you. I couldn't be discussing how some guys have stepped up and where they rank thus far stat-wise without mentioning Victor Hedman. I mean, we, this is, we might as well call this podcast Locked on Hedman because, Victor Hedman, I, I love talking about this guy. You know, it, it sucks. It seems like a lot of people don't give him the respect that he get that he deserves. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that, and I've said this many times before, that Victor Hedman has kind of set a standard for himself. And, and, and when I say a standard, I mean like an average. Like a lot of people expect Victor Hedman to kind of do the things that he does that we consider as amazing where a lot of people look at that as Victor Hedman doing Victor Hedman things. Uh, eight points in this series, all were assists. Uh, just want to reiterate the fact that he is not only one of the best defensive D-men in the NHL, but also one of the top facilita- facilitating D-men as well. 
Uh, so that just shows you, you know, his ability to set up players for, for good prime scoring chances and the fact that he could do that. And now that he has two new weapons on the ice with him, with Cooch and Sammer, I mean, it, this team is dangerous. It really is. And then there's my other favorite D-man on this, on this roster, who I really haven't spoken about a, a whole ton in this series, and that is Ryan McDonough. Four points and a plus-minus of eight, while I, averaging about a little close to 22 minutes of ice time throughout this series. When the Lightning have Hedman and McDonough on the ice, and both those guys are healthy because we have spoken how McDonough has missed a good deal of time over the last two years, especially with, with injury, and that just goes hand-in-hand hand with the way he plays. When those guys are healthy and they're playing well, as they did in this series, you can't but help discuss the idea of them of this team repeating as champions. Uh, you know, I, I really don't want to talk about it just yet. Maybe if the if everything goes as planned in this upcoming series against Carolina, maybe. Maybe that's when we have the conversation. How realistic is this team gonna the possibility of this team repeating? Because this team is playing very close to what it did last season. Now, obviously, there's other things that go into account with not only winning a Stanley Cup, but also repeating, something that we haven't seen since the, the Penguins. And that's that's lucky bounces, that call's going your way. The Lightning, I mean, their, their main issue, really what it comes down to, is that they take a bunch of penalties, and this is nothing new. The Lightning are one of the most penalized teams in the National Hockey League. They have been for the past three years at least. Uh, and it's a good thing that they're also one of the highest scoring teams in the National Hockey League because they they do have their games where it's a com- it's a complete it, it's I you know uh, I, I kind of want to keep this show clean and you know especially if there's people with their kids listening to this in the background but it, it it's not been good at certain times i'm gonna say that without kind of getting you know too graphic with with the, the cussing on the show um even though a lot of people were jumping on the panthers bandwagon and this is kind of like my closing thoughts for the recap and then we'll discuss a little bit briefly about the upcoming series with carolina even though a lot of people were jumping on the Panthers bandwagon to start the series, if Stamkos and Kucherov were able to be effective after so much time off, then I would have to say probably the series went as well as as expected. Um, I really thought the Lightning were going to finish the series in Game 5, uh, but now with fans back in the stands and, and the, the capacity going up... Um, you know, it, I I think at certain points in games, you know, the these guys, let's let's face it, hockey players are programmed to just go out there, play. You know, we, we saw it in the bubble last season. A lot of players were saying how really it didn't make that big of a difference with the fans and the stands. But I'm sure at certain points in the game, that crowd noise, especially for the opposing team, could get pretty overwhelming. And I'm not saying that was the case for the Lightning. I'm saying it definitely worked in favor for Florida uh, in Game 5. And we definitely saw the effect of that in Game 6 back at Amelie. Uh, the crowd was absolutely insane down there at Amelie. And, and the fact that, you know, after the Maroon after the Maroon goal, the, the 
the, the arena exploded and and that was pretty much all she wrote and you know the body language by Spencer Knight the Panthers goaltender was great uh the way he reacted to certain situations in the last two games uh like I said he's going to be a very talented hockey player and goaltender going forward but when you're in the playoffs it's a whole different animal when you're playing against the defense defending champs it's a whole different ball game uh and yeah, this is this is championship hockey right now that the Lightning are playing. They faced adversity pretty early on in this series, which I like. Uh, you never want to have a team go a round or two with kind of just cruising through it, because especially when uh, stuff starts to get a little tough, it can be tough for a team to kind of turn it on, turn the switch on to kind of, all right, let's buckle down and do things. And that's what I could see kind of the Colorado Avalanche kind of kind of running into sweeping their first round matchup with the St. Louis Blues. Um, and we'll talk about all the other teams as we get closer, um, you know, in the playoffs as we progress through. Because let's face it, those Canadian or those Western Conference teams might be potential. Any one of them might be potential opponents going forward uh, in that the Lightning could possibly face in the Stanley Cup Finals. So before we get into our kind of just our, our series preview, brief series preview, we'll have a full one next week for you before game one starts, which has yet to be announced at this point in time. From uh, Let's talk about another one of today's sponsors, our last sponsor, and that is betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, most importantly, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online or the next puck drop. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. That's how easy it is. You can even go on your phone and do this. And check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in on into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your cell phone to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. When you use that promo code LOCKEDON, that's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, and we are back to kind of close things out for the show, wrapping things up after our, I guess you could say, our recap of the series. Um, you know, there was some moments where I did sweat a little bit, I would have to say, uh, with the way the light things were going in the series. But at the end of the day, uh, the lightning came out on top. They, they did a very good job in this series. Um, of weathering the storm that was the Florida Panthers. The Panthers, listen, you gotta you gotta give them credit where credit is due. Uh, the, the Florida Panthers are a very talented team. I think they really what it came down to was goaltending. Uh, as we all know, and we saw in last season, last playoffs, that goaltending is key, and that's how it is um, going forward. And really, that's what they didn't have. And you know, it's definitely if they could kind of get that situation settled for next season. Uh, the Sunshine Series matchups between these two teams are going to be wild and very competitive going forward. So as for the Carolina Hurricanes, they clinched 
uh, their series last night against Nashville in OT on a Sebastian Ajo game-winning goal. You know, as it as it is, um, as it's going forward for this series, both teams in their eight meetings uh, were four, three, and one against each other. Uh, with the, you know, really, really, what it comes down to in this series is can the Lightning keep a cap on the top players, especially Sebastian Ajo, who is the top dog, obviously, for this Carolina Hurricanes team. Uh, can they get to the hot goalie for Carolina? I think the Lightning can. They very well can. If you look at how the Lightning played in this series, really what it comes down to is, in my opinion, and maybe I'm a little biased with this, is that it's not so much the fact that what do the Lightning have to do to limit the Carolina Hurricanes. It's the big question, and this has been really the question for the last two seasons. We spoke about this last season last playoff run this season and as well as the series consistency because we know the talents there we've seen how this team plays when everybody all the wheels are turning but can the lightning carry that over from game to game especially in a very intense series such as this because if you thought that 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 series this past series with florida was intense the Hurricanes are going to bring it. Those Hurricane fans in Carolina are insane, without a doubt. And so are Tampa Bay fans. But can the Lightning go there, no pun intended, weather the storm against the Hurricanes and and take this series? I believe they can. I don't see as a reason as to why they not, why they can't. Even though the Hurricanes did take the division, we got to chalk that up to the fact that the Lightning weren't 100% throughout the entire se- uh, season. Excuse me. And now that they have their two top dogs back and the Lightning clearly are one of the favorites right now, I think. I think, and I spoke about it on last night's episode of Locked On NHL, the national spot, which I do with Locked On Avs host Chris Masilli. Uh, just the way these two teams are playing, I don't see why not Lightning Avalanche in the Stanley Cup Finals is out of the realm of possibility. But of course, like I stated earlier in the show, Lightning still have a lot of work to do, and the Carolina Hurricanes uh, are nothing to take to be taken lightly. Uh, and of course, going forward, go ahead and follow us. Uh, I should expect we also should be doing a crossover episode with the host of Locked on on Canes in the near future. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, can't wait to um, can't wait to get into it with with that with that with that guy, great guy, Jared. So uh, once again, give us a follow, uh, like and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform to stay up to date on all the episodes as they drop um, and as the series intensifies, so will the output of the shows. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you next